0: Thank you. Hi everyone and welcome to the USAID Leads podcast. Today we're gonna discuss how USAID is engaging young leaders to foster peace and prosperity in their communities. We'll kick things off with a conversation with Administrator Green about the agency's work with youth as well as his upcoming priorities. After that, we'll talk to USAID's very own youth coordinator and one of the many young leaders transforming development around the world. Administrator Green, thank you for joining us. We're going to start things off a little differently this morning and play you a clip from a recent interview at the USAID Youth and Innovation event on April 19th. You're about to hear from someone you know, Abela Batayunga, a Young African Leadership Initiative or YALI fellow and CEO of the Tanzania Bora Initiative.
1: You're either World Bank, you're either the the most um, respected development partners, or you're the government. You don't give us things. We contribute together. We are building the community together. So when we come into the table, we don't come to beg, we come to partner. I think we need to start from there. So when young people come to the table, they come with skills. They come with passion. They, they, our asset is in numbers, but also we are we are the, the, the we, we belong to this community. Abella is clearly
0: challenging preconceived notions that some people may have that youth can't be partners because they're well they're young. But you don't see youth that way.
2: Uh, no, not at all. Uh, first off, just as a practical matter, uh, young people, uh, people under thirty make up over 60% of the population in many of the countries where we work. it's particularly true in Africa, and particularly true in East Africa where Abella comes from. More significantly, I think, unfortunately, we've patronized young people for too long. We've somehow looked at them as being helpless or unable to lead themselves, ignoring, of course, the great creativity and drive to lead that you see and hear in Abella. She's exactly right. We're better off. We do a better job when we start to think about uh, young people, uh, again, particularly in places like Africa, as partners and not not patients, if you will, uh, that, that people who who want to craft their own future and not simply uh, have things handed to them.
0: And clearly, people like Abella want to do their part. They don't want a handout. They, they, she talks about being partners.
2: You know, this is a very uh, idealistic generation, and that's great. Uh, You know, they um, don't want to be told that things can't be done. They don't want to be told what they cannot do. They want to be given an opportunity to show what they can do. And so I I think that young people like Abella really uh, are the best hope that we have for the future. And again, the fact that so many of the world's young people are in Africa, in the developing world, To me, that's even more inspirational because it means that they're going to help uh, their home regions realize the real vast potential that's there, and that really lifts the world itself. And so, yeah, you're right, I I do get invigorated when I meet with people like Abella.
0: 90% of young people living in developing countries, to the skeptics out there, they would see this as a burden, not as opportunity.
2: And they look at it as a challenge to be overcome that somehow this is a a bad thing or a difficult thing or something that we have to figure out how to deal with, when instead they should be looking at this as an opportunity for um, new partners and creativity, for minds that haven't yet been fully tapped, uh, for uh, a chance to have conversations with young people who have notions, who have dreams. And instead of presuming, that we understand what it is that young people want, maybe we can actually listen to them and ask them what it is that they see and they need and they want and what they can contribute. And that to me is is why this is all so important. Uh, I I think it's particularly true in the developing world because there's oftentimes creativity that hasn't been tapped uh, by Western tools.
0: From where you sit, is there also something to say about youth helping with self-sustainability, self-reliance? I know that is something that is really important to this agency now.
2: It is. Uh, you know, We believe, as you know, we believe that uh, the purpose of our foreign assistance must be the, uh, to end the need for its existence. So we should be looking for ways to partner with countries, help them on their journey to a brighter future. And of course, uh, with young people, we're talking about not just tomorrow's leaders, but in many cases today's leaders. And so if we're really going to help a country reach its potential, we need to be talking with those leaders who will shape its future, and that's young people.
0: What's around the corner for you? Are you hitting the road again?
2: I'm heading to Asia. Uh, The plan is for me to venture out to Burma and Bangladesh. It's a chance to meet with our great teams there, also take a look in particular at uh, the challenge that we all see with the Rohingya population, displaced community, tragically displaced, and it's a chance to take a look at the challenges that the Rohingya community is facing as well as the host country communities. That's a big part of the work that uh, we'll be doing. Looking forward to meeting with our mission directors in the region in Bangkok and uh, also plan to do uh, on the way back uh, at least uh, of brief visit to South Korea. But it'll be a chance for me to listen to our great team members, learn from them, share some of, uh, of what we see back here, some of the ideas, and then uh, see what we can do to better enable their work.
0: Thanks again for joining us, Administrator Green. Coming up next, we dig deeper into the topic of youth and development with our experts. Hi, everyone. We're back. I'm joined now by Mike McCabe, USAID's youth coordinator, as well as with Abela Bateyunga, a YALI fellow and CEO founder of the Tanzania Bora Initiative. Thanks to you both for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to jump right in by going back in time and listening to a clip from a recent youth event that you both participated in. Let's listen.
2: What I see is perhaps the greatest promise of all, as I look out and see so many young people, what I want you to gain from today, and what I want you to gain from uh, the network, the learning hub, is inspiration. Is that you see uh, each idea, I want you to say to yourself, you know, I can do that. And you take that and you apply it to what you see locally. So to me, that's the importance of it. And then uh, secondly, and I'm announcing this today, we are announcing a complimentary youth lead platform. Uh, It will be in English and Spanish, but there will also be a translation machine. So it will translate into as many languages as I see represented in this room.
0: Mike, let's start with you. As the agency lead on youth engagement, Tell us about this learning hub and youth platform that the administrator launched at the event.
3: You know, this generation that we're working with right now is more connected than than ever before and really interested in being engaged in meaningful ways um, to meeting those big issues of the day. So um, at USAID, we're trying to support the tens of thousands of young people that are in our leadership development programs every year. But until now, we really haven't had a good way of staying connected with them. So they've all also been asking us a lot for support with a virtual collaboration platform that allows them to continue networking and problem solving in their country or on the continent or, or globally. So Youth Lead is being developed by and for young people through our Youth Power Learning Initiative. It's a collaborative learning tool with youth-led content linked to areas and issues that, that young change-makers really care about. So the idea is that youth and their allies want to accelerate and lift up ideas and make sure that in that crowd of noise and voices, that young people's voices are really heard and, and come to the front. Um, so we see Youth Lead as kind of a force multiplier for innovation, where um, thousands of young leaders will share and find resources, connect with each other, to advance their organizations and their efforts, as well as connect to funding opportunities.
0: Getting back to youth in general, Mike. Why should youth be our key partners for development in the first place? Why reach out to them?
3: One, there's a lot of them, about 1.8 billion. And they're dealing on the front lines of issues, including violence and conflict, mental health, HIV, AIDS, unemployment, and more. Second, they're remarkably connected, as we all know, and they're able to mobilize um, others via social media. And we see that all around the world where youth are at the front of a lot of mobilization efforts for social and political and economic opportunity. And then third, um, they have a tremendous um, buying power and consumption power. Um, young people spend about $800 billion a year. And when they bring that, that consumption power towards ends that are, are positive goals, they can really um, transform attitudes on a lot of different things. So young people are at the core of the population for mobilization, diffusion, if we want to amplify efforts, they're our best connectors, without a doubt. Um, we're changing our lens from looking at young people as a set of risks and drugs and HIV AIDS, teen pregnancy and violence, and really trying to empower and highlight how youth are at the front lines of our interventions and in helping respond.
0: Abella, do you agree with Mike on why youth are key to development? What are
1: your thoughts? I agree 100%. I believe more than ever, now it's time to improve investment, such in policies and in programs, to just create enabling environment for the young people, because we want to prosper. We want to fulfill our potential, but also we want to enjoy our basic human rights. We also want to engage as responsible social actors. So young people are looking to actually have our capacity increased, or also we are looking for spaces For us to actually be able to be creative and engage and and come up with ideas that will contribute to our our individual livelihood, but also social well-being and the economic empowerment of our community. Young people are looking for opportunities, opportunity to grow, opportunity to venture out, opportunity to actually just grow with our community. And above all, we are looking for partnership. We're no longer looking for aid and charity. We are looking to to be seen and to be looked as potential, as asset and not a liability. Abella, in
0: your opinion, when it comes to reaching out to youth, what has worked
1: and what has not worked? What is working is, again, looking at us as partner. What is working is coming to our platform and understanding our language. What is working is understanding the young people's priority and their agenda. And what is not working is to sit somewhere in a seclusion of young people and create issues that we think are of important of young people without actually bringing us in the table. Young people they don 't necessarily come with so much experience, but they come with so much passion and creativity and innovation, so we need to consider innovation more. We need to consider uh, we need to to, re- to reconsider the age factor and also just saying experience can come in different form. Youth are being sought of as an after the fact, but we are saying if we are the majority of the population across the globe, and right now you have close to seven three million young people unemployed. That's a ticking bomb. But then you can look at them as an asset to provide, to engage them in innovation and getting new startups, to get new environment, to start a new way of economic empowerment on young people. So, what should work? Look at us as partners.
0: Mike, I think coupled with that, innovation is also key to supporting youth. What do we do as a community, and then I'm going to ask this to Abella. what do we do as a community to support youth innovation? What can we do?
3: Through USAID's Youth Power um, Initiative, that's our flagship youth funding mechanism that has about $630 million in funds. It's allowed for our missions to really program around innovation and cross-sectoral youth programming, as well as to to look at the evidence of what works. Over and over again, we hear from the field, we need to know what works in different contexts. And so we've really tried to put the resources of Youth Power to figure out what works in soft skills, what works in violence reduction, what works in a number of different areas in different contexts. And we, we've been able to pull all that research together and those tools for our mission staff and partners on youthpower.org, which is our clearinghouse uh, public site for knowledge on innovation and, and youth development.
0: Abella, you are a YALI fellow and you are a founder of your own initiative. Looking at young people as leaders and not just young leaders, it may be difficult for some people. What do you do? What do you say to these people to change their minds?
1: It begs me to actually look at history and say, look at the great leaders we've ever had. Um, They've always been young. You mentioned it. It could be the founding father of Tanzania, Mualim Julius kambara It could be the Kennedys. It could be uh, the founding father of America. They are actually found at a tender young age when they started causing a movement of human rights or, or chasing the colonial people out or looking for new constitutions or looking for new human rights. Martin Luther King was very young. So I don't know why back then, in, in the 50s, in, in the early uh, 19th century, the young leaders were actually embraced to cause the revolution and movement. But right now, when we say young and we say leaders, it seems like it's things that are, 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 are not coming together. And honestly, I don't, be, I don't mean to be age biased, but young people speak more innovation than actually the older generation would. And so I think we need them because innovation is a new current of the current economy. So we need young people. It's not either or. It's not if we can or we cannot. It's how we engage young people. What am I missing? Before we
0: close, Mike, Abella? is there anything else that you want to add?
3: Too often, we find donors and governments designing programs that impact young people without really authentically engaging them in that. And that's where we need to move. Young people want to be part of it. They have tremendous capacity, energy, and motivation. And if we really engage them, we can advance so many of our development goals by taking advantage of that, that large um, population of motivated young people.
1: Abella, any last thoughts? Yes. I would actually call for all of us to champion intergenerational partnership, but also intergenerational dialogues. Because we are not saying young people are better without the older generation. We are saying the older generation should should exist with exclusion of young people. We are saying, how do we meet in the middle? Because we are all part of the community, and we all have issues that concerns us. So we need to find a way to start calling for intergenerational planning, strategizing, implementing, and dialoguing, continue to understand one another. But above all, I think what also is we need to recognize that innovation scares the traditional way of doing developmental ways. So we need to define what is innovation. But also, as Michael is saying, we need to find a space of young people as partners. I cannot say this enough. We need to come on the table as partners, not as a charity case, or or people were thinking before us. Abella, Mike, I love the passion you brought to this
0: talk. Thank you so much for a great discussion. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also thanks to our listeners out there for joining us. And be sure to look out for new episodes of USA Leads. Take care. <music>